Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about government playing a central role in monitoring every single financial transaction in a nation. Cryptocurrency has been hailed as a way to break free from the chains of government-based fiat currency. And so far, many nations have not weighed in on cryptocurrency. The two best-known forms of crypto are Bitcoin and Ethereum, but in truth, there are several thousand such currencies in existence. They vary in their features and functionality. Governments are clearly afraid of losing monetary control over their economies. They're not about to surrender control of the money to supply to a merry band of independent software programmers. I expect we're going to see governments start to implement their own version of a cryptocurrency in order to sell the benefits of crypto to the general public. The first country to start the rollout of a digital currency is China, with the digital yuan. So far, the country has the currency undergoing limited trials, about 700,000 people participating. Benefits that some users report include the convenience of paying with their smartphone. This is similar to the convenience of paying with something like Apple Pay on your phone. But in this case, there's no middleman, and there's no transaction fees that are typically associated with digital wallets. Digital wallets like Alipay or Tencent's WeChat Pay have received wide adoption in China with over 700 million users using these systems today. Both companies are required to share their transaction information with the central government in China if requested. Now, the Chinese central bank has said that they intend to protect privacy. That really means that privacy may exist horizontally. If you, say, buy groceries at the grocery store, the grocer won't have any information about your identity. But vertically, the government has full visibility of all your transactions and funds. Now, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but the fact is, giving government full oversight over every single transaction in the economy represents a massive invasion of privacy. And if you think this is only happening in China, think again. The president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland made comments last September at the Chicago Payment Symposium Conference, and in her speech, she outlined a number of initiatives underway at the Federal Reserve. In fact, legislation has been proposed that each American has an account at the Fed in which digital dollars could be deposited as liabilities of the Federal Reserve Banks, which then could be used for emergency payments. Other proposals would create a new payment instrument, digital cash, which would be just like the physical currency issued by central banks today, but in digital form, and potentially without the anonymity of physical currency. Federal Reserve Board of Governors has a technology lab called TechLab that's been building platforms and testing a range of technologies relevant to digital currencies and other payment innovations. And staff members from several Federal Reserve banks, including software developers, are contributing to the effort. Given the reserve currency status of the U.S. dollar, the Fed feels it's important that they're at the forefront of R&D when it comes to digital currencies. Now, we've all heard the worries about the amount of money being printed and the inflationary impact of money printing. If this inflation results in loss of confidence in the dollar, which it could, there may be calls for a reset of the currency. We've seen this sort of thing happen before in history. happened in the United States with the continental dollar. There's going to be a currency reset because of a loss of confidence in the dollar. There's no doubt that the replacement will be a digital currency. But not every country is embracing digital currency. The Indian crypto community is closely watching whether the Indian federal government will ban cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin. A cabinet note regarding cryptocurrency legislation is being finalized and is soon to be submitted to the Indian cabinet. The latest information regarding Indian crypto ban comes from Reuters, which reported on Sunday of last week that India will propose a law banning cryptocurrencies, fining anyone trading in the country or even holding such digital assets. It's clear that governments the world over are scared of losing control over the flow of money and taxation in particular. 
Back in 2016, India attempted to stamp out the underground black market economy by banning the larger denomination 500 rupee and 1000 rupee notes. These notes are not a lot of money. We're talking about the equivalent of $20. Overnight, they literally wiped out 86% of the cash in circulation overnight. India's economy has been largely a cash economy, with only about 1% of the population paying income tax. The move to eliminate cash was designed to make people part of the banking system in order for government to tax transactions that were happening on Main Street with zero taxation. They don't want cryptocurrencies because they're already having a problem taxing the population and they'll lose further control over the ability to get tax revenue. In October of 2020, a 56-page report on the benefits of digital euro were presented to the European Central Bank. Christine Lagarde, president of the ECB at the time, was co-author of the report. Now, I don't have time to go through all the content of that report today, but suffice to say that every single major central bank is looking deeply at the question of what to do with digital currency. One of the major impacts of crypto that's rarely being discussed is the impact on the shift on the global banking system. If you're keeping your cash in your own digital wallet located on your phone, then what happens to all the bank deposits? If there are no bank deposits, how is the bank going to have sufficient funds to lend money out? Of course, they don't have enough money now. They only keep 10% of the loans on their books in deposit reserves, and in some European countries, only 3%. As we look forward to a world of digital currency, you can also look forward to a future of digital surveillance of every single transaction in the entire economy. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.